You're listening to the Karen 10 Podcast, where we bring our alumni back inside Karen University in just 10 minutes. On this episode of Karen 10, we welcome Chaplain Colonel Kenneth W. Stice, who is a 1979 graduate. He graduated with a Bachelor of Science degree in Bible and Pastoral Studies. Chaplain Colonel Kenneth W. Stice assumed his duties as the Director of Operations, DATCH 357, Office of the Chief of Chaplains, in May 2013. He has deployed in five major combat tours. Chaplain Stice is an ordained Baptist minister. He pastored churches in Connecticut, Kentucky, and Maryland before entering on active duty in 1987. He was selected for advanced civilian education and taught as an instructor soldiers from the Civil Affairs, Psychological Operations, and Special Forces branches at the U.S. Army John F. Kennedy Special Warfare Center and School, Fort Bragg, North Carolina. He earned a Master's in Strategic Studies in 2008 from the U.S. Army War College in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. And I could go on. There's a lot more information in his bio that we will post if you're interested, but we wanted to spend time getting to an interview with Ken. But I did also want to mention as well that he was the 2011 recipient of our Alumnus of the Year Award. We are glad to have him back here with us today where he was here with his uh, wife Robin and was able to speak in chapel, make an appearance in classes, spend a little time with students over lunch, and record with us here Ken, thanks for joining us. Nate, thank you. It's a privilege to be with you. I would like to start maybe with, of all those things that I have read, and there are many other things that I could have included, um, what would you say is the the best part about the career that you've had over the years? Well, I think there's a lot of factors and parts of my career I enjoyed, but I look back and I would think maybe the selection for schooling and then my time as an instructor at the school at Fort Bragg set me on a path that I spent the next nine years in special operations. Mm. And so what I enjoyed about the ministry in special operations commands and units was the adaptive, agile, creative warrior in the esprit de corps in those units. And uh, God was able to use my ministry as other chaplains uh, to be at the right place and right time. And of course, since 9-11, the nation's been at war and those commands have been at the front of the fight. So it's absolutely... uh, important but also rewarding to know God uses you in those important places. Mm. Now you're stationed at the Pentagon. That's correct. And what's that like working in the Pentagon on a daily basis? So currently I'm in a strategic position but my primary job is to lead a team. So I have great officers, non-commissioned officer, department army civilians and contractors that help us meet all those areas that are described by our director of operations. Uh, In regard to that, the strategic level we deal with uh, Congress and staffers of Congress with, uh, say, craft legislation uh, for religious freedom and religious accommodation, work with Army leadership with regard to Army policy, work within our chaplain corps with regard to the training of our 3,000 uh, chaplains and our 3,000 chaplain assistants across all c- components of active component, U.S. Army Reserves, Army National Guard. Uh, so that touches all the unit assigned chaplains across our Army. Uh, we still track worldwide operations, many of whom are still deployed in the combat zones of Afghanistan and Iraq. Um, All that, you know, but leading the team is what a lot of my time is spent on in uh, leadership development, talent management, uh, professional and uh, coaching as they go along in their careers. A lot of the officers I work with have recently been selected for promotion, so they'll move on to new assignments and all assume their own roles as leaders. 
Regarding the chaplaincy, what would you say are some of the unique challenges and maybe benefits facing chaplains in the armed forces today? So it's not for everybody. Um, we certainly want to have chaplains that are called to that unique ministry. Interesting enough, a lot of the chaplains share stories where they feel called to ministry uh, to be a chaplain. Many lament within their religious traditions with they're leaving the ministry. Uh, it's hardly the fact. It's a great mission field. Much of our military is religious. A lot of our military is not religious. Of the religious members of our military, many of them are not Christian, don't all share. Many of the Christians don't come from the same denominational background. So it requires an adaptive religious leader who is going to be able to work within a pluralistic environment, but not be required to be pluralistic themselves. They have to be true to their convictions and their tradition and their training, but they have to get along well with others and many times supervise others. So not everybody's cut out for that. And sometimes we joke that uh, you can be a pastor of a mega church be unfit to be a good cha chaplain. Mm. So uh, because you have to get along well with others and you have to encourage and inspire and help them lead in their ministries. So in the Army Chaplain Corps, we have a concept of provide or perform. So if we're able to perform it, then we do it. But even if we're unable to perform it by our denominational distinctives or beliefs, then we have to find somebody else to provide that mm. service to the warfighter. Mm. What's, the, what's the chaplain's role in combat? You've been deployed a number of times, and I don't think people normally put those two things together, chaplains and combat. So we don't like to just be considered combat multipliers. We're not used as lucky charm. You know, I've had uh, soldiers before an airborne operation come by and want to scratch your helmet. <laughs> Chaplain, where are you in this airborne operation? Are you going to jump with me? And I'm like, hey, hey, get away from me. Uh, so we're going down. Don't, don't entangle our uh, parachutes. Uh, but um, we have a role both pre-deployment, deployment, and post-deployment with the warfighter preparing to go in harm's way. Uh, the nation has required and they volunteered to be willing to take human life to defend the nation and also risk their own and give their life. Uh, that's tough on them. That's tough on their families. Mm -hmm. uh, for the things they see in combat, many of them come away with uh, unique experiences, sometimes moral injury, which we're just now starting to scratch the surface. So they, uh, at an early age, have to face mortality, which typically young people are not. They all think they'll live to be forever, right? right? And yeah. so uh, when they see a young teammate killed. Uh, so we, we have core competencies with regard to uh, taking care of them and um, caring about the sick as well as honoring the fallen. Mm -hmm. So at all those different stages, we're the staff officer in the unit that does that for everybody assigned, religious or non-religious, uh, but also uh, particularly those who are on their journey and searching as they struggle with life challenges. Mm -hmm. I'm curious, what uh, advice do you give young people who are interested in a career, not just in the chaplaincy, but in the military in general? How do you advise them related to that? I just want to encourage them to say the foundation I received in my education uh, set me on the right path to know, put God first, know his word well, uh, stay close to him, listen to the Holy Spirit. You get those basics down and what I was trying to share from the 46th Psalm in terms of uh, Sergeant Airborne taught me early on, uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. If you're in a rush, you'll probably have to do it twice. That's not as quick as taking your time the first time. Mm -hmm. And then Psalm 46, verse 10. Uh, be still and know that I am God, but still is better. Hmm. And just telling that it is, it is not doing nothing, it is doing something. Hmm. Putting the brakes on your life to remove distractions. There's friction where there's brake pads and shoes. Bringing your moving car to a halt, getting out of it. Stop walking, sit down, be still. That's doing something big. Most of us don't take the time to do that. If you do that, and the times that I've been more disciplined to do that, 
it's never been wrong in terms of the deep well and the fellowship with Christ, the overwhelming sense of his great love, his plan for my life no matter what. Uh, that's what gave me the assurance and confidence when I went into harm's way in combat with troops and forces, not just because I was great troops and rarely was I in harm's way in a big way uh, because of the overwhelming superiority of our military. But more importantly, uh, even with all that, uh, God was watching out for me. So I tried to just tell him, you know, get that stuff right, no matter what you do for right. a job or career. Uh, if you're walking with Christ, you won't be wrong. Right. Speaking of plans, uh, what are yours and Robin's for the future? So I'm coming up on the end of my military service because, uh, no joke, at the end of 30 years on active duty, they say, sorry, you can't stay in. So it uh, doesn't matter if you want to. Uh, it's actually good. Uh, we're going to relocate to Indianapolis, Indiana, where our daughter and my son-in-law and our three grandchildren are. I've got another uh, daughter who's married to a filmmaker. She's a fashion blogger, lives in uh, Northern Ireland. And my uh, oldest daughter is a history professor at Christian University in, in Florida. So we plan to uh, stay in their lives and visit. And uh, we're looking at ministries right now in Indianapolis, local churches, uh, veterans organizations where voluntary basis or paid, uh, we can go and plug in and, and make a difference. Hmm. That's great. Well, thank you, Ken, for being a Karen today and for talking with us. And thank you, alumni, for listening. If you know of an alum whom you think we should feature or interview, send us an email at alumni at karen.edu. Tell us about the individual. And in the meantime, don't forget to update your own information and share your story by visiting karen.edu slash alumni.